I would like to welcome you and those listening online to New Life. My name is Jamie Cross, and I am the worship director here. The past four weeks are, well, thanks, Jan. Woo! Got a fan back there. All right. Makes my life so much easier when I know my fans are here. (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right. So the past four weeks, Pastor Mark and Jeff Brace have been talking us through the storms of life. The first week, Jeff talked about tornadoes. When your life is spinning out of control, you weren't meant to go through it alone. You need some friends. The second week, Mark hit on thunderstorms. There's a lot of uncertainty in life, especially when it comes to human suffering. God does not create uncertainty and suffering. Humanity does. But God can give us the strength to weather the storm. Keeping our eyes focused on Christ allows us to overcome incredible obstacles. The third week, Jeff talked about hurricanes. When you see it coming, you need to let go, wait, and get caught by God. Then last week, Jeff talked us through blizzards. It's all about the preparation. Our preparation we have in our spiritual life will help you through the storm. It is what you do before the storm hits. So like Tom said, this week I want to talk to you about the perfect storm. By definition, a perfect storm is a particularly violent storm arising from a rare combination of adverse meteorological factors. In June of 2000, there was a movie released called The Perfect Storm. The storyline was a fishing captain and his crew went into the Atlantic Ocean in search of the one catch that was going to make them all rich. While in search of that catch, a storm was brewing. All the conditions were perfectly wrong or right, depending on how you would think about it. I'm sure, from a meteorologist's standpoint, you could spend your entire career and never get to witness a perfect storm. So the storm ends up destroying the ship and the crew. And I remember watching the movie, knowing it was based on the true story of the Andrea Gale. And I got annoyed. Because I didn't see that the crew survived. You know, I wanted the happy ending. Or at least, I wanted to see that the loved ones left behind would be okay. I'm sure we have all felt that we've been in a perfect storm. I want to share a story with you. It was a hot Saturday in July of 1998, July 4th to be exact. Not a cloud in the sky. The neighborhood was filled with the noise and the smell of barbecues. Everyone was celebrating the freedom of our country. Kids waiting patiently. Okay, maybe not patiently. For it to be dark enough to to see the fireworks light up the sky. Jema, a wife and mother, was home alone cooking and cleaning while her husband was at work and her two daughters were out with friends. She, too, was excited for the plan she had when her husband, Dennis, got home. Her husband was a truck driver and had a route that left Thursday night, and he did not return home until Saturday afternoon. About the time that Dennis should be walking in the door, Sadie, their family dog, started barking. 
Jamin, not paying any attention to the barking dog, kept on preparing food. Then all of a sudden, the doorbell rang. She wondered why Dennis would ring the doorbell. She went to the door to see two sheriffs standing there. They asked if they could come in. Jamin, knowing in her heart that something had to be wrong, did not want to let them in. She thought if she didn't let them in, everything would be okay. Not hearing the news would be like it didn't happen. What did happen was her husband and father of her daughters was shot and killed in a robbery earlier that morning. The start to their perfect storm. So, what happens during a storm? We have wind. Anybody want to call out anything? Rain? Any storm, Todd, any storm. <laughs> talking any storm here. I am talking a outside meteorological storm. There we go. Thunder, lightning. Yeah. Devastation, right? What about energy? Lots of energy can happen in a storm. Who has ever sat at a window or stood outside and watched a storm come in? Did you feel a little scared? Did you go and hide? Well, we hide for safety, right? As humans connecting to our fear, we connect with the energy of the storm. We stand at our window and watch the lightning strike. We don't go and hide in the basement. Your window, meaning the one in your heart, your mind, and your spirit. When you are in the deepest place of the storm, connect with it. Don't just be afraid. When we connect with the fear, it makes us that much more receptive to the spirit of God. When we embrace the wreckage, you allow a vulnerability of the Spirit to move through you. When we are in the middle of the storm and people tell us, or we tell ourselves, just have faith in God. Or you may say, I'm fine. My faith will get me through. Is that really facing the storm? Is that facing your fear? Is it denying it? Is it going to the basement? I want to show you a movie clip, and I apologize. There's some language in the movie clip. But in my opinion, in my take from this movie clip, it demonstrates standing in the middle of the storm and facing our fear. We're gonna make it.
When we fully surrender to God, it's not just saying, I'm fine. I have faith in God. Real surrender is standing in the middle of the lightning striking and being horrified. Because in that presence, we are never more exposed to the Spirit of God. As humans, can we truly connect with the Spirit of God without wreckage? Ideally, we should. Why do we have to be wrecked in order to be enlightened? Why do we have to be challenged in order to grow? Ideally, we don't. But in reality, because we are who we are, we have pride. And we end up saying, I got this. Look, God, I've come so far. You know that Bible study I did last month? It really helped me grow. I'm much more capable now. I know I can handle this. So we stand at the window as the thunder rolls in and the lightning lights up the sky. And we say, I'm not afraid. I'm fine. Even Jesus knew in his perfect storm, as son of man with sweating drops of blood, he said in Mark 14, 36, Jesus cries out, Abba, meaning Daddy. When do we cry out, Daddy? He says, Father, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. But this is where Jesus is different. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Jesus was asking, is there any other way we can do this? How many of us have been there? That is standing at the window and being terrified and connecting with the energy. Energy is about being productive. Things come from energy. Sometimes they can be destructive, and sometimes they can be constructive. God did not create tornadoes to destroy neighborhoods. That is just a product of a storm. As humans, we tend to label storms as bad. And that invites the question, where was God? There is energy in nature storms that science and nature can explain why they are productive, even while being destructive. Tornadoes can clear out old vegetation and leave room for new, new growth. The uprooting process diversifies the landscape and can create new homes for wildlife. Without thunderstorms, many continents would become dry, crops would fail, and animals of all kinds would perish. Thunderstorms are our natural air conditioner. Without them, Earth would be warmer. The rain, it washes away many pollutants, dust, and pollens. Lightning provides 10% of the nitrogen fertilizer needed for farming. It also helps keep the electrical balance between Earth and the atmosphere. Hurricanes and tropical storms are an integral part of nature. 
Life in these areas have evolved to adapt to these great storms and even benefit from them. They can bring drought-busting rains. They can perform the same cleansing function as forest fires in maintaining the conditions needed for healthy coastal forest. I mentioned forest fires and the cleansing function. The fires remove low-growing underbrush. It cleans the forest floor of debris, and it opens it up to sunlight and nourishes the soil. Reducing the competition for nutrients allows established trees to grow stronger and healthier. There is energy in the storms of our emotional, spiritual, and physical realm. If we get wrapped up in the fact that the storm is just going to cause damage and we can't ever get past the damage part, we cannot connect with the energy. And if you say, I'm fine, God's got this, my faith is unshakable, that is not connecting with it. In life, we sometimes feel like we're in the perfect storm. All the conditions are wrong. The storm is brewing around us and we're going to suffer. We need to resist the compulsion to decide that it is bad, not to place judgment. The story I told you earlier about Jama and her husband who was killed in a robbery was my story. Dennis was my dad. I was 20 years old and never thought that anything like that could ever happen to me. The storm came up fast. I could have let it destroy me. I could have let it destroy my relationship with God. I was so angry with him. I asked him all the questions. How could he let this happen? I was at a place asking asking God if there was any other way. Since my father was killed in a different state, we had to wait for him to be brought back to Indiana. And I remember driving to the funeral home to see him for the first time and praying that they had the wrong guy. When I walked in and saw him, it was like I had heard the news all over again. Thank you. I was in the basement. As I look back, I see now how God was working in my life more then than I ever saw or felt. They're mine. They're God's. I could have easily given up on life, but I didn't. I didn't let the storm define me. I continued to grow. I stand at the window and say, this sucks. But I connect with God in that presence. We all go through storms, some big and some small, and some that feel like it will never end. It does not mean that God does not love you. It does not mean that God is angry with you or that he's paying you back for something. 
God is not toying with you. Sometimes the storms that happen in our lives are self-made. But many times it is just that storms happen. And trying to analyze what happened or assign blame is a fruitless activity. We live in a fallen world. Matthew 5.45 says, God causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and unrighteous. In other words, good and bad happen to all. So I challenge you to go stand at the window and connect with the energy of your storm. Amen. I would like to invite the band up as we pray. You bow your heads with me, please. Lord, we come to you with thank thankfulness in our hearts for this glorious opportunity to worship you and glorify your name. We recognize that we all have storms. And we pray to you not just for the goodness. We pray for you in the times and the storms. So we can be close to you in the energy of your spirit. We pray to have the strength to stand at the window. Open our hearts tonight as we praise you to receive what you have to give us. We know that all things are possible through you and nothing is possible without you. Strengthen us to live with purpose and empower us to serve you, to be the new life. Amen. <laughs>